Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. That's right. We got one. We got one behind us. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name is John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan. Brett Fesley, Big Dick Toledo, ready to go on a rainy morning where everybody's going to be slip sliding all over the place. So be careful. If you don't have to drive, don't. Silly. Nobody can do it. So uh, we'll get that together. And you're going to get yelled at by the news for thinking about driving. They love this stuff, man. Watching this this weekend. Oh, man. It's it's a miracle that news happens at all uh, when it doesn't rain. Because when, when we get a little weather, anything like any shooting that happened the night before, a stabbing or... Uh, you know, somebody coming at you with an axe or whatever. Ah, we don't cover that. No news ever happens if it starts to snow up north or rains here. That's all they do is cover that. Storm teams take over. Oh, they start driving around in cars to let us know what it looks like in the rain. And I saw something uh, that nearly killed my friend, weatherman Ian Schwartz, on Saturday. And one of these days it's going to happen. One of these little cute, fluffy weather stories is going to turn into a, a disaster. He's, they got him up there in Flagstaff. Telling everybody not to drive. Meanwhile, he's driving all over, telling everybody not to drive. So he right. gets in this uh, spice spot, and they go to Ian on Saturday morning. Like, hey, Ian, uh, what what do you got going on? He said, uh, well, I found this uh, Uber Eats driver here who's Mini Cooper stuck in the snow. He's got chains on the thing, and the guy's name was Alex. I remember this because I nearly watched someone I know die. And uh, Alex is like, yeah, man, it's lodged in here pretty good. Don't know what to do. And Ian said, well, we're going to rock this car out of here. Right here and help you out live on the air. So Ian says, what you got to do is go forward and reverse. We're going to rock it out. Ian and uh, this guy's girlfriend get behind the Mini Cooper, and they're like, okay, go. And you see the front-wheel drive spin forward as they push from behind. Dude puts it in reverse. Wheels start going the other way. Meanwhile, Ian and this girl are standing behind the car. Trying to rock. I'm like, if that thing gets any traction at all, it's going to bowl over those two idiots standing behind the car. It's in reverse, and the tires are going just gunning all the weights there too it doesn't matter where the weight is just standing behind a car that's in reverse it, it weight or otherwise i'm not even worried about it getting if it gets any traction it's gonna drive over my weatherman friend ian schwartz well that's my point the but weight. he likes it from behind is my point oh. this guy's standing there loving it from behind and it's gonna back right over him 
I don't care about weight distribution. How about your brain? How about you don't stand behind any car, stuck or otherwise, when it's in reverse and it's being gunned? And those wheels were spinning. And I'm texting him like, Ian, you almost got killed by the guy trying to deliver Del Taco, which is what he was doing. It's important. It's, <laughs> it was the news. It, that was the news that morning. It's like, we got snow. Let's kill the weatherman. It was ridiculous. And nobody back at the at the uh, you know the the main desk there in Phoenix like ah, well, Ian's doing his best. I'm like, did you not just see the almost murder that happened on television this morning? For the sake of just letting us know it's snowing, we know what snow looks like. We can figure it out. There's my man Ian, and he texts back and goes, "Anything for the show?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. This is this is no joke. This was like a bullet whizzing past your head." And you go, "Yeah, we're doing William Tell shooting apples off my head, and the guy missed by a couple inches. <laughs> you, you, you idiot." You know what, though? The good news was is a student that was high as a kite at NAU got his Del Taco. Nope, he never did. They couldn't get it out. Oh. They never got it. Thank God they didn't get it out. If they'd have gotten it out, that means Ian's dead. It was one of the two things. The car gets free and Ian dies, or it stays spinning. Luckily, it made uh, there was zero traction on it. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen adults do, You know, and they're filming it. And we've watched a lot of stupid stuff, oh, yeah. radio videos and everything else of, you know, let's shoot that refrigerator full of Tannerite. Let's do, uh, you know, let's do fireworks out of our ass. I've seen a, this was dumber because if it would have gone just like a, one of the, it's, it's those drifting videos where the person gets run over, just standing there filming it. Like, yeah. But again, drifting videos, at least you have an idea of what's happening. This one, you're like, well, let's just hope this. And they're trying to get the car loose. It was the dumbest thing I've seen human beings do. It was. And there he was two seconds later telling us, well, we're going to drive. Then he's at the Del Taco a few minutes later. Don't drive. Don't drive. Uh, we went to the Del Taco because that sounded pretty good this morning. There are some idiots up there helping them shovel people out. So it's snowing. It's raining. We get it. It's hard to drive in. We don't need to kill weathermen just to prove it. Just to prove it. And then the worst part is a Royal Norman was back in the studio. And uh, at the end of his little segment, and this is funny because I told Ian, I make fun of Ian all the time about little double entendres that I think his coworkers make fun of him with for, you know, the whole, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, Royal goes, uh, uh, all right, well, uh, and I, you can tell somebody's talking in his ear on what to do next. And he goes, oh, Ian, I guess I'm tossing it to you. <laughs> and I just laughed for about 45 minutes. Like, worst phrase ever, Royal Norman saying, Ian, I'm tossing it to you. It's fun when you know these people and their, you know, their habits. <laughs> but yeah, so news, enough already. We get it. And they were doing backflips over the fact that Brittany Griner was down at the MLK march. Like she was more important than Martin Luther King's anything. It's like, oh my God, Brittany Griner's there. They're posing for pictures with her. They weren't even doing news stories. Brittany's new hair is interesting. I haven't seen it. Sure is. Well, they shaved it down up there in Russia. And, uh... I think she likes it. He looks it. great. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not very feminine. I'll say that. Well, come on. I, well, mean, I know. You know I know. Oh, but Jesus. you know, at least before, you know, occasionally the the dreads let you know. Okay, that's a really tall lady. Not anymore. Now she looks like a really tall, not lady. And she was out at MLK yesterday, and that was the first main appearance she's made since her thing. And. Got to get, hey, look, she's celebrating being free and like, uh, you know, what Martin Luther King, you know, the racial equality and all that stuff and feeling equal and nobody said anything about the whole Russia deal. 
Well, other than welcome back. Got to do an interview eventually, but my feeling is that they're just prepping her for answers at this point. That's the reason they haven't done anything. The, the, the odd part about the Brittany Griner coming back is that in this day and age where everybody just jumps all over a news story and gets interviews and everything else, she's been oddly absent from main events, big events where they could, you know, they get a big, you know, tip of the cap. The Suns have not run her out one time. At a home game, they uh, the Cardinals had the opportunity on a Monday nighter to you know do all that, and they never did. And media hasn't talked to her. Sixty Minutes isn't at her house. There's no big. We've got Brittany, and the first time you see her is at the MLK parade here in Phoenix, and they didn't know she was going to be there. The news stumbled on her. This is interesting. So you'd think that maybe there's a there's a coach at home saying, all right. Let's practice the interviews for when we have them because she's like Scotty Pippen. She does. She has a little seriously. Pippen she's she got has. the Pippen haircut. <laughs> All right, she that's does. something I can't unsee. You <laughs> son of a bitch! Wow, <laughs> that is Scotty. Oh, you're a jerk. She's <laughs> got Pippen's hair. Damn you, Bert! Now that's all I'm going to see. Ah, son of a bitch. Scotty yeah. Griner. I just find that very strange. I find it to be an odd kind of like just lack of attention. Uh, and I have to think that they're coaching her to not screw up the answers because they're politically uh, very damaging to people to, you know, to have her drift off and say something stupid would be. Let's we freed, we freed her for that guy. You know, she has yeah. to be really good with her answers. So no interviews. I found that to be very strange. Uh, speaking of interviews and no interviews, uh, the beard, the Cardinals coach, what a move he made. Basically telling the gone entire fishing. NFL, gone fishing, telling the entire NFL, I have no interest in you guys at all anymore. I'm getting paid top dollar to not work. I'm going to Thailand with this hot piece of ass, which is hilarious that no coach has ever done that. That's the best move the beard's made in years. He threw the finger right at him. Here's the problem. In his contract, it says if he does not seek employment actively, he does not get paid. What? Yeah. You've got a guaranteed deal, but in the contract, it says if you do not seek employment actively, you're milking us. We've let you go, yes. We have an agreement to pay you. But in that agreement, it says you have to take interviews. So he, it's basically like unemployment. You can't milk it forever. Sure, but... You, you have to go get the stuff. And during they, that time, though, if they're... He has time. He has, who knows? It's ninety days to a year. But what he did was, I'm not doing anything. He screwed up by screaming, "I'm not looking for work." So now they can say he's not uh, authentically taking these interviews. He's just doing it to, to get. And if and if you know the Cardinals and money, by the way, it took them eight months to pay me twenty five hundred dollars. There was a fight involved, and then a fake check showed up without my signature on the back of it, and they claimed it was mine. What do you mean a fake check? Like the big Ed McMahon they check showed me up or tw- what? In 2003, they owed me uh, $2,500 for doing the pregame show. They didn't pay me the whole season. I just figured it would be a check at the end of the year. I'm like, this is fine. It's eight games. I'm, you know, I don't even know how much that is per game. It was nothing. So I, uh, I, I'm like, fine, whatever you guys want to do. And they're for an hour. So at the end of the year, I'm like, hey, not for nothing, but never got a check. Yeah, you did. I'm like, no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. All right, well, you you cashed it. I'm like, no, I didn't. And so I go through my bank thing, and I give it. I give. I, I I'm there. I am stupid enough to give my entire bank statement to the Cardinals. 
find it, find the check. When did you say you gave it to me? And they gave me a date. I'm like, find it. It's not deposited. Find it. And they're like, uh, well, uh, it's not. Uh, well, you you did deposit. Do you have another account? Like, nope. This is the only one I got right. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. So then suddenly they send me a picture of a check with a stamp on it that says it had been returned. Uh, no. Well, they, they yeah. but why would that get returned? So then and then it's got my signature on the back as an endorsement. And I said, I don't it know who, your I signature. Know who that. That's not my signature at all. And they're like, huh. Mysteriously, they send me another one, which I had you sign the back of. And I'm like, if they're going to play this game, I'm going to play it back. So I had you endorse the check. It went through, but it took eight months, a massive amount of phone calls, a me giving my phone bill to them. They fought me for 2500 bucks. You wow. think they're not going to fight Cliff Kingsbury when he steps in it on his contract for millions and millions? Of course they are. That tweet was hilarious, and everybody's like, ah, Kingsbury, genius. Going to go bone his girlfriend for the next however many years it takes. And the first thing that pops up in the news is you have got to seek employment if you don't. Oh, my God. Well, is she, is in, she is in Thailand. Oh, my Lord. It's worth the lawsuit oh, to yeah. stand on that balcony right there. And the comments, wow. Cliff taking these? How's Cliff doing? Yeah. <laughs> Is Cliff okay? Wow. So, yeah, his mistake was publishing, much like I always say, Twitter is the viper in your pocket that you won't realize it's about to bite you, and it bit him. And the first thing they said, a lawyer was on, uh, well, this was a mistake in his contract. It says if he doesn't seek employment actively, then the guarantee is gone. One-way ticket to Thailand. It's genius. And he's like, no, thank you. I'll just be in Thailand milking it. Not allowed to milk it. I'm sure there's some kind of stipulation. Right. Like, he's trying to do Hope phone so. interviews from Thailand. But that's like that's that. the mistake, is that he said, I don't want any jobs. So now they're like, well, no, now it's just, now he's faking it. And th- trust me, the Cardinals will not lay down for this. If they can get out of paying him, or wouldn't you? Oh, if you well, I, if they're... I, they're jacking you for twenty five hundred. If I, mean, I owed you exactly, if I owed you thirty million dollars, and you're like, uh, I would watch every move you made to make sure that you stayed in the parameters of that deal. Yeah. Yeah, I swear to God, I would find the first time you slipped, I'd be all over your ass. You're Italian, you know that. <laughs> Let him slip. Watch this, and then you take him out. The first mistake he made, and he made one the first week. That's brutal. What Hopefully, about- it slides. Hopefully, he's got good lawyers too. But that's sure, not good. his lawyers are saying. He can say that at that he's not taking he's not on to do any interviews at this particular time. Right. He's taking a break. He's allowed a break. You know. Is he? I don't see the well, paperwork. Well, there and there in lies the according, according to the according to the lawyers that were on TV, he's not allowed a break. He can. He just can't say I don't want a job right now. I'm just I'm I'm going to live off of this is the problem, which we all said. Oh, he's going to get his guaranteed money, which I don't understand what guaranteed money means. If the guarantee can be stolen from you, I guess there is always that thing of, uh, you know, if you screw up uh, in the law or whatever and your conduct unbecoming to the franchise, they can cut you off. That's true. If that's in my contract that if I screw up, they don't owe me a penny. You know, if I'm in the 
Hooskow for stabbing some people. Yes. <laughs> and they're not going to have to throw the cash my direction. So there's guarantees, but there's stipulations. It's crazy. But that was, that was a – everybody was all proud of him. And then one – one guy, Lowenstein, goes on TV of and course. goes, excuse me, but uh, we've read through the, the, the documents. So good luck, Cliff. I hope that trip to Thailand is fantastic. Notice Kime's keeping quiet. He's like, hey, I'm getting paid. Whatever hey, you guys need. Kime stepped away. Yeah. Because Kime's not allowed to be fired right now because he's, quote, not in rehab. And it's a good way. Are you all right? Because of their situation. He's, you know, was friends with Michael. Oh, they best buddies. Yeah. And so if it looks better if you step away. You're admitting right. like, he resigned. Rather than us firing you. Which I'm pretty sure negates guarantees. You can't resign yourself into a guarantee. If that was true, I'd do that right now. I bet Michael yeah. just kind of like, all right, well, here's some cash. Just oh, shut up and he's bounce. He's fine, you know? yeah. He probably lives with Michael. Yeah. They're peas in a pod. But that Cardinal team, oof. And if it's any franchise that would have this happen, it's the Cardinals. They also have some leverage in that, too, the Cardinals. No, tons. Loads. Because like... They hold all the well, cards. We want this thing Pardon to go me. away completely with Skyme. Skyme. Yeah, well, it's not going to. That's the worst part. Is there's more coming. Unless everybody takes money, and that's the key. Oof. If any organization would step in this kind of mess, it's the Cardinals. Or they end up suing their old coach for banging that sweet ass in Thailand. Oh. She's going to make more money than him anyway. And then we've got the Tom Brady situation. I heard the Cardinals whispered in that last night. And I'm like, why in the world would anyone locally even think that Tom Brady would go, sure, I'll go to that S show. He's going to the Raiders. He can't Whoever's go Whoever's locked and loaded, yeah. Raiders is, seems they're, like they're in pole position. They've got everybody, and they've got his old offensive coordinator and head coach. That, that game last night was not how Tom Brady can, can leave the field. I don't think his ego will allow him to be that. Big of a fizzle out at the end. Just a, it's over. I'm like, wow, he just poofed away, and then he got blasted off the field. It he's was, got a one-way ticket right now to Slovakia. Yeah, he's going to go with his girl, but I don't think, Tom's different. Tom's like, I think Brady's going to be a a one-year wonder in Vegas while they figure out their quarterback situation, because they got so many players that are ready to win now. They, How many of those players will disappear if you've got a rookie or an unknown at quarterback. You got Tom Brady come in, you keep Devontae Adams, you keep Darren Waller, you got that Raiders team all of a sudden becomes and that's where he wanted to go before Tampa anyway. That was Gruden was the was one that really stopped close. it. Yeah, yeah, Gruden was the one that put an end to that. The the Raiders were the one, so we'll see. But uh that was pretty pathetic. And it also ruined my my six six game parlay this weekend. I had all the games except I picked the Buccaneers to beat Dallas and damn it all. Didn't even come close. Didn't even show up. I got smoked. I got crushed. But uh, what are you going to do? The playoffs were fun, though. It was an interesting weekend. That Giants game was a blast. I don't trust the Vikings. They didn't let me down. They walked out of that thing exactly as I expected. A team that shouldn't have won. But the Chargers game. And that was ridiculous. Jesus. That was ridiculous. And is that guy fired? Yeah, the playoffs always ask, like, the questions of, like, is this team under or overachieving? The Vikings completely are what they are. The Chargers should have been so much better than they were all year, oh, yeah. and then they showed it in the playoffs. I know, the Jacksonville Jaguars are just uh, – they're the drunk uncle at the party. Yep. They shouldn't be there, but they found out about the party, and now they're staggering around making a mess hey, of things. wait. Yeah, they're knocking tables over, like, ah, who invited this asshole? <laughs> and he's making a mess of things. And you know what? I went golfing with uh, our friend Dale Hellestray, and then we went to uh, – 
We went to Booties afterwards. We were in the yeah. West Valley. I don't know what I was doing out there golfing, but I got talked into it. And so we went to Booties because it was close by, and the game was on. And it, uh, and we're watching this thing, and I've never seen it before in my life. I've never seen this before in a sports bar watching the game. I look over, and there are two people in Jacksonville Jaguar jerseys. I didn't even know they sold those outside of Jacksonville. I don't know why you would. And if you are a Jacksonville fan, you're not that big a fan that you're carrying that with you to the new city. That's how bad the Cardinals are, is that you'll stay a Jacksonville fan if you live here. That's, that's pathetic. That's scary. And they were new jerseys, too. They were like the new, t- the new kind. And I think one had a Leonard Fournette. So it wasn't like they, they were fans before this mess. Crazy. The, the drunk uncles are there. And uh, they'll be interesting to watch. I think they get blasted out of there. And Bills didn't look so great. They can be beaten. The Chiefs are going to be a team that's just primed and ready to go. But Andy Reid's their head coach. And but for one Super Bowl, all that guy's done is choke out of every season. So Bills and Bengals did not have uh, solid no, wins. No, not at all. And then the Ravens are fighting. And, uh, sad Harbaugh's make Holmberg's happy. That was great to watch. How mad uh, Harbaugh was at Melissa Stark on the sidelines. Oh, and, oh it's great. What a question. What well, she just said, you, he said it before well, the no, game, I'm, that uh, before. the Tyler Huntley thing, if he doesn't play well, we'll put in the next guy. And she asked him the question. He goes, you know what, let's just see how that goes, okay? And he's like, oh, he's pissed. I'm talking another question. It wasn't Melissa Stark. It was the sidelines reporter. Yeah. They got that um, unnecessary roughness. What do you think about that call? Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, he didn't like any calls <laughs> that go against him. But Harbaugh, he's such a bitch. Every flag that goes against him shouldn't have happened. He's like an NBA player. He's never committed. His team's never committed a penalty ever. Well, and uh, the other team, that's all they do is commit penalties. He bitches and cries the entire time. Cryball. I can't stand that guy. So watching him slink out sad thrilled me. I like a sad Harbaugh. It's better than a meal to me. A sad Harbaugh walking around. Uh, so I was rooting for the Bengals. As you can imagine. I hate both those teams, but. And One that, more than the other. And that big lumbering doofus ran that ball in all the way, and that was great. They were going to lose that game. They, they didn't. They, they, oh, if they, it wasn't for that fumble. Yeah, they got beat. It was weird. They, they did. Yeah, but we'll see. It gets more interesting this weekend. And now uh, the Bengals have an argument of why there isn't a coin flip to play the Bills because they shouldn't be playing on a home. They have to go to Buffalo to do it, and that one should be in Pittsburgh or Cleveland because it doesn't make sense that that game – doesn't play on neutral turf, but the AFC Championship does. That's, That's very right. odd. Yeah, because the Chiefs won 14. Yeah, because I was thinking that would make sense. Yeah, neither team could have caught the Chiefs. So, I, thought, I don't know. NFL playoffs, they're upon us. It's great. <laughs> Distracting us from all this weather. And it is also cold outside. You should probably just stay home. Just It's a three-day weekend. There's no reason to go to work today. Everybody's going to kind of half-ass it anyway because a three-day weekend of rain and nobody got anything done and it was hard to get outside, B. Uh, so, you know, yeah, just take care of that. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.